Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey there, dudes and dudettes. Time to wax up your boards and go catch the big wave over at the LPN Beach Beach, Blanket. blanket, Bingo! bingo. One night only at the Balboa Theater in San Diego, October 20th. Come and check out all of the cool cats and the crazy dogs at LPN. Every show in the entire network, each one pulsating and grinding in front of you for your entertainment pleasure. We're all going to catch the big kahuna. And I'm talking about that big greasy guy. I'm talking about a wave. Ew, it's seaweed. It's seaweed. Just so you know, it's going to be inside of a theater. So any physical wetness you experience is your own personal body heat or the sweat of one of the performers. For live stream tickets, go to veeps.com slash L-P-O-T-L to watch from the comfort of your own home. Again, that's V-E-E-P-S dot com slash L-P-O-T-L. Come and check it out. I'm certain if there's a podcast flavor you need on your tongue, we got the spoon for it. Beach blanket bingo, baby. Come on, girls, let's dance. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. Come 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 chameleon. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. I ask golden calm. This golden calm. Are we recording? Great. <laughs> good, good, good. I hope it goes out to Boy George. He puts the boy in a boy's George's name. Um, guys, I first of all want to say, number one, you guys have been, you know, been on this adventure with us for the last 12 years. Aside stories been going, what, how long? For five, six years? I don't know. Um I only started paying attention to it like a month and a half ago. You had to. Uh, But (laughs) the divisiveness of Holden (laughs) over all of these years still holds. I have never received so many emails. The schizophrenic nature of people literally (laughs) first of being like, 
Holden's incredible. <laughs> finally, who did you tell? You know what I mean? Like, you know, obviously yeah. misspelled. You can smell the fucking dirt breath coming off of it. So good to hear you guys together. Like, I missed him so much. He was the best part of everything this network has ever done. Yeah. Nobody in the world is funnier than Holden McNeely. But then... The other side of the hate that comes with it is just so precious. I'm just glad we can still do it. Yeah, I'm really happy we could do it, too. I mean, and it would just ran the gamut. Like, why do you even keep him around? Like, you're I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You no. know, he is just that. You just wind him up. We've just said it time and time again that, like, if he wasn't funny, someone would have murdered him 20 years ago. And he's barely funny. <laughs> You know, but it's nice. I'm finally getting, I'm getting into the, the spooky season. As are we all. I'm fine. It feels good. Oh, yeah. I, 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 we watched The Exorcist. I forgot how good that movie is. Also, I forgot even talking about it. It's like, we need to do a run up on the murderer on The Exorcist set. Yeah. There's like a whole thing. I forgot like yeah, how I've fucked been, up that scene is. I've been pushing for this for years. We yeah. got to do something. Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name, but there was a guy in one of the uh, scenes in which Reagan is getting a spinal tap. Which is still arguably one of the most horrifying scenes in that film. It's absolutely horrible. Paul Battison. Paul Battison. But or yeah, Paul Bateson. Yeah, he's the he was the orderly. Yeah. And you kind of see he has like two lines in it. And uh, God knows why he started killing. Yeah, I think he had like three or four. I think he was one of those guys that was suspected of being a serial killer, but yes. they never actually proved Addison that he was. Addison Verrill. One of those things where he, like, it was like, we know he did it, but we can't prove that he did it. Yes, it seems like it's something, there's a lot of talk about, you know, kink gone wrong, but as we were seeing with Andrew Cunanan, mm -hmm. they often run with that when they don't need to. So, yes. but we'll do a big rundown on this. Uh, welcome to SideSource. Welcome to SideSource. My name is Marcus Parks, and with me is Henry Zabrowski. I, I didn't know if you wanted I, to say your own name or not. I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Yeah, we're still, yeah, we're kind of getting to the... Help. Help. I'm helping. I'm Marcus Barks. You're Henry Zabrowski. I'm Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God, no. Let's um, get into some updates. Dude, I will I will say also, it's important to check out Pumpkinhead during this time of year. Of course. Pumpkinhead. And I still have my pitch for Pumpkinhead 3 that no one will hear that I think is really cool. What we do is you have like a guy, like a cop, like who's racist cop, mm -hmm. kill somebody on like, a, like you know, like w warrantlessly. He does the thing like really like something fucked up, right? Yeah. And then the family goes and gets Pumpkinhead and then it's Pumpkinhead versus the fucking police. <laughs> that would be fucking sweet. And they're all trying to get in there and then you have like good cops trying to stop Pumpkinhead. Yeah. You know, and the rest of them being like, but also at the same time being like, and then, and then there's a, my favorite characters in all horror where people are sitting inside being like, Bessie, sit down. It ain't all business now. It ain't all business. <laughs> He's mocked. Mark David is mocked. All right, we cannot get involved. It's a legend of Pumpkinhead, and it's real. Like, I love that shit. And then little tiny Lance Henriksen. He was never a boy. No. I don't know how they they, they cast a boy as Lance Henriksen. Henriksen. But as far as I'm concerned, the, the boyhood version of Lance Henriksen still had the scars and yeah. still been like, they called them all. Nobody can call them all. But I'm going to send him back to hell where he belongs. And you're like, you know, like, you're nine. Yeah, you're nine. Is Danny Glover still alive? He better be. Because if not, I'm walking away I, from the microphone. <laughs> I can't do it today. I'd like him to be in this in Pumpkinhead 3. I'd like him to be one of the good cops. Yeah, he's 77. Years fun, man. So right. he can still get in there. Yeah, he could still be there. He could still be. He could be chief of police. Finally. Oh, yes. That would be awesome. Finally. Yeah. Get too old for this pumpkin shit. 
which is a great, again, great line. Speaking of pumpkins, I have bought a pumpkin this year. Oh, good. But I have not carved it yet. What I did do, though, because, you know, I've been working in my garden. Yeah, sure. No, I've, I know. Working. Yeah, no, I've working been having a garden. lot of fun in my garden. So what I did, I had a lot of extra dirt left over yeah. after I planted all my plants. And so what I did is I made a dirt lantern in my front, in my garden. That's fucking weird, man. <laughs> It's so no. just a big lump of dirt. It's a big, it is a, a mound. It is a mound of dirt. And I got a couple of sticks that I dug out of the ground because cool. there were some weird roots down there. And I don't know what they're from. You're killing anyway. your trees. <laughs> now, all I got is palm trees out there. But I, what I did is I used those two sticks and made horns. I used rocks for eyes and a little nose. I found a little triangle rock for a nose and I put that in. And then I used palm tree seeds as the mouth, as the big smile. This could be the house where, like, you know, the parents always. Was like usher the kids past being like no no don't they don't know what Halloween is whatever they think Halloween is is not good no it looks very pagan yeah. I mean that's great honestly I we all I'm I mean I think I'm just jealous because sure. I really am trying to find a way because we finally got our 12 foot skeleton sure you know but I want us to be the scary house on the block I would love for people to whisper as they go past being like that's where the that fat guy lived <laughs> I mean like whoa cool no and how only... did he he did some magic spell to get that hot ass white <laughs> <laughs> no, the only person who sees my dirt lantern is my mailman, whose name is Fred, and we're friends. You bringing him in the house? <laughs> no, because he's always I'm always working on my garden. So he comes in, comes out, hey Fred, hey yep. Marcus. So yeah. That's really sweet. It's really nice. See, look at you. You're becoming fucking like a suburbanite. Dude, I got a house, so I'm doing my shit. That's I'm doing the whole nice. thing. But yeah, I'll take a picture of the dirt lantern and we'll send it out on the newsletter. Yeah, that would be great. People would love it. Uh all right. Update says you're trying to get into one of the most important debates. In the history of this show, obviously, we've had a lot of controversies here. We had the Dandelions Daffodils, like, debacle, mm. literally, like, set the whole fucking subgroup. We're all into a, into a fiery rage, yeah. you know, in Otter's Papers. This was a question that came up last week that I I really appreciate the true diversity of the answers. So yeah. We basically asked the question, dick taste. Yeah. If you're sucking a bunch of different dicks, how different does each dick taste as in, you know, when you have no, kind of lingy, when you do, when you're eating pussy, mm -hmm. like you obviously they are very, each one is very distinct and it's about the, the, the owner. Very much so. Yeah. You know? It's about the owner. It's about, you know, diet. It, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Absolutely. But now, there's also, you know, just a natural scent. And also there's kind of a vague baseline, mm -hmm. but most it, of the time it's all. It's all jazz. And I've never got the people that say that, you know, the, the whole fish thing, the whole fishy thing. Never in my life have I run across a fishy. Yeah, only you're like, Uncle Greg says shit like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, only the dirtiest man at the 7-Eleven talks like, she's got a tuna gas. You know what I mean? Like, most of the time, people are pretty fair to vaginas because no. we're created by them. Yeah, it's always the guy who says, ain't nothing better in the world. Shit, maybe pussy. <laughs> She's like, sir, like, ah. sir, I just need you to send this next day. <laughs> um, but uh, I truly can't believe how the numbers break down. I want to thank Joel, who went through this. He, he broke down all the stats. It is pretty much down the line. Hygiene aside, dick tastes the same. We got 46 answers. Because of hygiene, all dicks taste different. 44. Interesting. So, as many people who say, that dicks taste different are people who say all dicks taste the same. And I've seen it across the board. People saying it just tastes like sweat, mm -hmm. right? It just tastes like one person put it like it was like licking a forearm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is being like, well, I don't know what those hands are doing. Um, but then a lot of other people just said like, no, obviously each dick is 
different. Each penis has a different idea. I think really when it comes down to is cum yeah. and the fact that the cum is distinctly very different. Cum is always different. That does yes. that, that always has a different flavor. The interesting response that uh, I got, the one that really makes me wonder is that there were six people, six, who all said that clean dick tastes like avocados. Hey, I, I, I just don't know if they're even uh, eating avocados wrong. <laughs> like, I don't know if the problem is that it's because they don't have access to good avocados, mm-hmm. or if it's just like, maybe that's a type of synesthesia yeah. that we just don't understand. Kisses taste like watermelon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe to them, fucking avocado tastes like dick. <laughs> Which is uh, now, ah, fuck. But we also got. I love avocado. <laughs> I crave avocado. But we also got a, a text from one of our longtime friends, yeah. uh, John Flynn, yeah. who was very, very vocal that all dicks taste different. You know, because I still think all dicks taste different. And mostly I, it, it's got to do with foreskin and how you take care of it. And I think that's a big fucking deal. Because also one person specifically said uncircumcised dick tastes like pancakes. <laughs> Which is, again, I don't know what restaurant you're at. It must be in Glasgow. And there's also one person who said, and this I can absolutely believe, dick and balls smell like pencil shavings. That's, again, that's something else. <laughs> that's something else. You're but dating I, an English teacher. But I believe that, though. That makes a lot of sense to me. Well, I've also, you know what they say, that like, white people smell like dog, smell uh, like wet dog. I, I believe that the whole thing that white people smell like hot dogs, I know exactly what they're talking about because I have smelled white people who smell exactly like hot dogs. Oh, yeah, my cousins. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have hot dog people my family yeah. so that's honestly it's really nice uh they gave the feedback. multiple women who for some reason tasted like peas what yeah it was like how do you even know that they tasted like peas because i was kissing them and they tasted uh, i know what peas taste like how i mean like the vegetable no, peas yeah i know what you're saying but yeah. i've never had a so distinctive a pea it was dish yeah that i would say like that's peas <laughs> now that's peas like i don't understand no but i know peas and it was it's a very odd thing yeah three times i've kissed girls and they they tasted like peas you just get odder and odder <laughs> I don't know. You eating the peas? I, mean, I, I don't know if I could pick a pea taste out of a lineup. No, I don't like peas. Peas, is, but you know me. But you I'm, like British shit. You know, but, but I like. And it's all peas. Not all peas. I like peas in my pies. If you put peas in your pie. Like, then, why, then you don't, then you do like peas. Well, I like peas in my pie. I don't like peas on their own. This is, again, this is just deeper into this. Thing. It makes It's the way he, it's his qualifications. It's the stuff that goes inside of his head where he's just like, in this state, these peas are fine. Peas loose, garbage. Meanwhile, you just had the peas and you're actually appreciating the element that the peas give to the melange inside of the pie. Yeah. And so you do like peas. You just don't <laughs> like I'm, I, I like man. peas. Where are my flutes? I, I like peas as an ingredient. I'm in drinking a, a red eye right now. In I a should even melange. Yeah, you, I know. That's good. That's good. We, we already missed the flutes. It's already passed. Yeah. It's already you, passed. You, you sit there and eat spoonfuls of cumin? No. Yeah, but I'm trying to have a not as fragrant existence. <laughs> you know? All right. So let me get one more update. We have another update here. Uh, this is. Again, this is fucking awesome. The reason why I want to read this up top, because, you know, again, we're trying to keep it a little bit spooky at the very, very top. This is why we talk about dicks and peas. You always say it, and you always fail. I've always fuck it up. <laughs> always fuck it up. years, you've never been able to spook anyone. You know what it is? <laughs> is that it's so hard to be 
Who do we know truly probably the personally the most spooky person I know? David Dasmalkian. Yeah, right? easily. He easily. is easily. The, he is truly a very spooky man just in general, but he's lovely. Lovely. Gracious that was man. That was the adjective I was going to use as well. Lovely yeah. man, but, but spooky as hell. But he is definitely spooky. Yeah. You know, and so I, I think it requires, I think spooky and sexy are kind of close. Hmm. And you kind of have to have, it's like a sincerity mixed within a, because it's a mystery. Is this sort of like how comedy and horror are very close? Well, I'd say comedy and horror are close because they both give involuntary physical reactions, mm -hmm. right? But like spooky and Spooky and sexy. I think it's about having a thing. You're just thinking. You're talking. I think you're thinking about vampires. David Dasmalkin, right? <laughs> but uh, so we try to keep it spooky. Is to tell this little story that we got sent because the reason why, honestly, is that because it kind of sends a little bit of a shiver on my own spine because we went on this same exact tour in Edinburgh mm -hmm. and heard this same exact story from a tour guide. So it is really interesting to see it be confirmed because you know you never know. I've taken countless ghost tours and they're all like they say they got patter they have bits you never really know yeah. what is like real or what's not real like what is what's what are you are you selling me something you know yeah. yeah we went on a horrible ghost tour in edinburgh once where just well she just didn't know what she, she was like i know oh, i'm normally here for the highlander tour and we're like <laughs> well go back to it you go fuck it back to it because we know what's going on. Or Outlander. It was the erotic Highlander, the one that makes my mother wet. Yeah, Outlander. And we're, this woman's trying to tell a fucking story about Birkenhair. And there we are with our friend Neil, who is an expert on Birkenhair. And we also just did the episode. We did a series on Birkenhair. And we're <laughs> correcting the woman. They, she loved us. Loved us whispering at the back. All right, here we go. Here's a story about Mr. Boots of the Edinburgh Vaults. This tour was fantastic. Yes, this is a great tour. During my trip to Scotland with my wife this May. Why are you doing a Scottish accent? He's I'm taking just, a trip. I, he's I taking am. A, he took a trip to Scotland. You, you never know so what you don't know what his nationality is. Well, if he's taking a trip to Scotland, he's not probably not Scottish. You never know. All right, <laughs> he might be a self-hating Scot. All right. We decided to take a haunted tour through the Edinburgh vaults. Our tour guide was the only person with a flashlight, which is again that's that is how they do it. It's fucking it's freaky. It's, it's a great very freaky. Tour. No, great like tour. right at the beginning, I'm claustrophobic, and I put my hand on Henry and I whispered, "I think I'm gonna die down here." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> me too. Forget." Um, she asked the group to not use flash photography or to have their phones out, so she would be the only person with a light source. And it's dark in the vaults, and having no lights gives you a good idea of how horrible it would have been to live there. A little bit of history, apparently during a time period when they were trying to make poor people illegal during the time when Edinburgh was just like a quarter of a mile around. They, they, they joke about the Scots were the first one to build skyscrapers because they would live on these giant wooden platforms that would often fall, set on fire. So one thing they decided to do is they had these giant bridges that go through the city or they go like, connect to the city. And they decided to wall it off and put people that were poor underneath the ground. Yeah. And these giant, these vaults that were like six and a half feet by like seven feet tall. Like, I mean it like truly claustrophobic and they would jam 150 people at a time into these chambers where they would essentially, you know, they'd be burning fires that were made by animal fats and shitting in buckets. And it was uh, an absolute nightmare to behold. And just people died and died and died and died. Very freaky place, right? So we were herded to the back of a very dark second vault. And the guy told us about Mr. Boots or the Watcher, which is, we, I mean, we got the same story. It's a fairly well-known malevolent spirit that dwells within, known for making people pass out. Our tour guide told us that she wasn't a fan of this particular spirit, 
but Mr. Boots was a fan of hers and commonly showed up for her tours. We probably had the same tour guide. Yeah. As she was going through her stories of his appearances and misconducts during her tours, I was looking around trying to see whatever my eyes could in the dark. I noticed a small white light towards the entrance of the vault. It was about six feet off the ground, but I couldn't make out the source. I thought maybe they had some emergency lights somewhere in that area, and it was just originating from that. And when I asked our guide as we entered into the next room, she confirmed that there was nothing technological to cause that light and noted I might have seen something paranormal. Hmm. The next room was where the entity apparently dwelled. The guide separated all the couples so everyone was standing alone before she turned off her flashlight, leaving us all completely in the dark. This is when my wife started to freak out, like you, Mm -hmm. started to leave the tour. I stayed behind, but I didn't have any sense of paranormal goings on. You know, the the, the guide finished up her stories of the entity before leading the rest of us back up to the surface of Edinburgh. I asked her if Mr. Boots had been with us tonight, and she confirmed his presence hiding her distress over it. We didn't pry too much, just tipped and we made our way back to the hotel. Now for the weirdness. And this is the part I haven't shared with my wife. Um, And so he's saying right here, so if you end up reading this on the show, it'll probably be the first time she's hearing it. Great. After a few hours of sleep, I love, I love blowing up marriage secrets. Fucking get to the center, but man, can it hold? (laughs) After a few hours of sleep, I woke up, bleary and strangely enough, feeling a sense of oppression. I remember looking to the other side of the bed and seeing a shadow figure standing over us. And the moment I was freaked out, but being well accustomed to experiencing sleep paralysis, I told myself it was just a bit of that. So I did what I always do, told my brain to stop fucking with me, and I managed to turn over and fall back asleep. I haven't mentioned it to my wife because she was already feeling sick with a head cold and ghosts freak her out. I haven't experienced anything else like that since then. So at least I guess it didn't follow us home. You know, it's funny is that I've been told by a lot of people who are sensitives. They're like, man, there's so many ghosts following you around. I mean, you got your family is part of the American blood trust, <laughs> right? Your family was a part of a lot of like really intense you frontier crimin- people. Yeah. yeah, frontier people. There was some criminality. There was other things like inside of your family. So I could there's definitely a, see that. Yeah, there's a gun in the family that's been passed down that has like notches on the, on the hill. For how many people the guns killed? Three, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. There's plenty of blood in my family. But no, they say it's not people that, they say that it's people that I pick up along the way. Hmm. The, the, they say that a ghost or Fans? a spirit. <laughs> Honestly, get them to subscribe. Uh, I will. But these, but these are. They say that they're just spirits that you know follow me around for a while, uh, and then will go away, and then until they find someone else to follow or something else to follow. I got nothing. I mean, I, I don't feel anything. I don't feel any sort of spirit following me. And I, I prefer, I like being alone. This is great. This is great, <laughs> and I really love being right next to you uh, because I've done a whole cleanse. I'm in a full magical renaissance yeah, on my own. Which is I great. did a full, I've had some spooky things happening in my own house recently that I just don't like, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I did a thing. I did a thing. And I mean it. I haven't felt like that in a long time. That where spooky. Pots and pans fell off my, literally no reason to, just fucking slid off my kitchen counter. Dogs going nuts. While things you're doing closed, this stuff. Yes, things, go, oh, things opening and closing. Literally felt a wind rip through my house like watch like papers fly off a thing it was it's been a lot so i i'm ready for it i'm here for it i'm ready to be spooked as all hell halloween (laughs) so come on let's see some goddamn ghosts i'm cool with being passive about it you know if the spirits are there if they're following me around 
fucking take seat, a bro. look. <laughs> hey now, hi. Yeah, yeah. When you're laying it to Carolina, you go yeah. like, yeah, want you to plow. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever thank the ghosts that are watching you while you're plowing your wife? Why would I thank them? Because they're there. <laughs> thank Honestly, you. I always love a fan. Good. Thank you for appreciating. Thank you for appreciating. Yeah. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Absolutely. And just, <laughs> like and subscribe. No, no, no. I, I'm there for that. I'm glad they're there for that. It's just the alone moments, certain alone moments that I, I actually do think sometimes when I'm having my times solo. Masturbating. <laughs> you talking when you're jerking off? Yeah, I'm talking about when I'm jerking off, and you know, you ever make love to yourself? No, nah, like, really, nah, I treat myself like a dirty whore. <laughs> I'm literally just like, all right, your money's on the dresser. No, I don't even. It's very mechanical when I jerk off. Now, I like sometimes I like to make it nice, you know, not necessarily like set the mood. Yeah, kind of set the mood a little bit. You make it nice because you're with yourself and, you know, you're wanting to have a little bit of self-love, a little bit of self-love. You're treating yourself with with the sort of you're treating yourself how you want to be treated. This is incredible. You're gardening. You're doing 45 minute masturbating sections. Like you're really (laughs) turning into Anne H. Like, this is incredible. Like, this is, I love this. Oh, I've been doing that. I've been treating myself for you with, are, for a long, for forever. Maybe yeah. I should. I just don't really. You, you should try it. I'm not that into me. Yeah. You know, like, just in terms of being like, yeah. you well, know, the good part of me is I get access to Natalie. Well, it just, well, of course, you still have your wife. You still make love. You yeah, still have your Yeah, of course. That's where I put the time in. But then the sub, but that's the thing. You can do both, brother. You know, I guess what you it do is. do both. I do both. It's just so just Nobody like, suffers. you know what it is, is that after you make sweet, beautiful love to your wife, you go, you, you go right back to having a nice, fun life and you can talk about stuff where it's like, when I'm alone, I'm jerking off those moments after I fucking ejaculate are just like, what have I become? And that's why, <laughs> you, and I? that's why you need to take it a little more pleasantly. Yes. <laughs> it's like, as I come, yeah. oh. Oh, like yeah. full, like full throat. Do you full make full cum noise? Do I make full cum noise? Uh, sometimes, actually, yeah. If I'm, yeah, no. especially now I that look I like, live in, I, now that I live in a house, like all bets are off when it comes to noises. It's fantastic. Sure, and honestly, obviously, I've done this bit before, but when I've seen my eyes in the reflection of the computer, I just look like Henry, portrait of a serial killer. <laughs> like it's just a Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> looking down the pipe, just like looking at myself. Like, yeah. What have I done here? No, and you put on something nice, like dorsal club. You know where you know people are having fun. Something French. Hey, you put on something French. Oh, I'm down. I mean, you know, maybe I'll try it this weekend. Try it this weekend if you're. And that's the thing, because this is an out of town thing. This is. Oh yeah, what, this. I'm gonna be in a hotel by myself. Yeah. Well, in a hotel, you can't really do it. In a hotel, it's hard to do because in a hotel. That's when, uh, that's that's when all when, bets are off. Yeah. Then, that's when my penis is trying to get away from me. <laughs> during fucking when I'm in a hotel. No, no. you got to do it when, you're, when your wife's out of town or when she's like having like girl time. You know what is hard is that then there's the dogs. Well, you just leave that. You don't, you jerk off in front of your dog. No, I can't. <laughs> I hate it. I just look at you see four pairs of. <laughs> little eyes just looking like what you doing daddy no 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 I'd go go Jordan. daddy why'd you do it daddy that's a pumpkin head <laughs> daddy right from your grave last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online thanks Squarespace with Squarespace it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms don't let anybody tell you what's new. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. 
It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. And I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into draft rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because I just moved here to Los Angeles. I got a yard now and I'm doing all the landscaping myself. I love working in my garden. I love planting stuff. I love growing stuff. And the cool thing about fast growing trees that I really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in. I'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a pl Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Dun, 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 dun. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement. 
with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Skip ball. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog. Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today and use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Um, Talk about someone who's trying to avert the, from the gaze of others. Yes. There's one famous guy. But guess what, man? It just shows you sometimes you don't know. You don't know where these eyes are coming from because they come from fucking everywhere. And people are looking for this guy. And I think... We finally fucking got him. You think we, with this one, you think we got him. You Big think foot. You think we got Bigfoot. Bigfoot is spotted. Broad daylight. This one's a good one. All right, let's take a look at this. We got some camera footage of this. I want to go through. We'll show it on the, obviously, we'll show it on clips or whatever. Um, so this is a couple that was on a uh, vacation in Colorado, right? It was, quote, unquote, professed eyewitnesses, according to New York Post, Shannon and Stetson Parker. Stetson is such a Colorado name. It really is. You know, they just don't, all these guys are too hot. They're all too hot. Well, they're always bodyboarded. Well, well, again, if they're in Colorado for their 10th anniversary, aren't they from somewhere else? They might, whatever. It's more of a, they might be from Montana. You're right. You might be right. You might be right. It's also Dakota's name. It's a hat. It Stetson is, is a hat. It is. I know. <laughs> it's Steve. You're very expensive. Um, so now they said they were enjoying a trip for their 10th wedding anniversary. And they said here, this is according to New York Post, which I don't like this derogatory term. They observe the legendary Lummox. Well, it's the New York Post. They don't take any of this seriously at all. Whatever. There's a whole industry around this. All right. <laughs> and so uh, they, they it, was, it was the narrow, they said it was a sightseeing tour on the narrow gauge rail line between Durango and Silverton and the Centennial States far southwest. So you basically, man, you went on your anniversary and you went on a train tour? you never been on these train rides? They're well, fantastic. I mean, we used to go to New Mexico all the time when I was a kid. Is it fun? It, it was so much fun. Because I'm down. Honestly, I did not know. I was just mostly just being like, you just went to go look at a train? No, you ride on the train and you get to, oh. and they give you like kind of a tour. They tell you like what happened where and you know, you get to go see the mountains. You get to see all kinds of really cool shit. I love it. You know what? Take it back. I take it back. It actually sounds really nice. Yeah. And I'll do it. I'll There's coal it. everywhere. Well, now it's getting into there. Like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? We're just looking at fuel. <laughs> well, as a kid, and I got to play with the coal, and I was all blackened by the coal. And I put get it all different wants, different expectations of a vacation. <laughs> you know? So take a look at this footage. Now, these guys shot this. Now, look at this. All right. Now, this is, he's in full comic book. What in the living fuck is this? I now, mean, what you're seeing here is, I believe that's him shitting. You think so? Well, so you see here a very large creature, very similar to the Patterson Gimlet footage. Again, very tall. No way is it a guy in a suit. No. Well, the thing is, okay. Musculature. <laughs> Look at him sit down like he's people. 
But he that's also, me on my Toto. But when he sits down, it looks like he sort of pulls his back. Like he's he he looks like he's adjusting clothing uh, as he fur, sits down. Yeah, he's adjusting <laughs> his fur around his knees. Well, no, he, I actually don't know. I don't know if that's true. That's really that's clear as fuck though. It's very that's clear. clear, which also makes it's it. It's not clear as fuck. Are you kidding? It's extremely clear. <laughs> that's extremely it's clear. It's extremely clear that there's something moving. Yeah, a man, not definitely in a suit. <laughs> Walking amongst the brush. I do like that it's camouflage. Uh-huh. Right? He's definitely the same color as his environment. He's lumbering. Sandy, he's a sandy brown. Yeah, and I'd say he is lumbering. He's very much lumbering. That's Bigfoot. He's walking amongst the brush. And his arms do look, like, abnormally long. Like, what? again, look at this. It is very, the arms are long. The arms are extremely long. The legs are very long. Big feet attached to legs. You can't see his feet. I see the end of his foot. You see right there. <laughs> it's kind of, it goes up at the top, right? The thing, like, it might... Ah, kind of like slacks, he, but he reach, but he reaches behind him too. Is it to checking like, for his wallet? I know that's what I was about to say. You, you don't think Bigfoot do doesn't need to fucking American Express? <laughs> like you don't think he doesn't need his membership cards or his punch clubs for when he goes down to the coffee shop? Look at the I I love this sit. That's a difficult sit for a lumbering lummox. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, he, he's sitting down and he looks like he's resting his elbows on his knees. I think he's taking a shit. Uh, but he's. It looks like his butt's fully on the ground, and let, it doesn't look like he's squatting. It looks like he's sitting because he could pitch unless, forward. Unless, I kind of <laughs> see a pitch forward where he could be shitting. I I don't know. I ha. Uh, this could be it. The only thing I'm mad about then is that you didn't go and get this fucking scat. But they're on a train. There's no way that they can. Now know I'm back to anti-train tour because I would have been like, <laughs> stop the train. You wouldn't have yelled stop the train if you saw Bigfoot right next to the train. And that's the other thing, too, is that you're also like this is your presuppose. You are are presupposing many things here. You're I'm assuming a lot of things. I'm here. allowed to. This but, ain't court. So or you, this ain't cryptid court. So you don't think because that's the thing. You are presupposing that Bigfoot squats when he shits and that Bigfoot doesn't shit while he walks. I definitely think he squats when he shits because he's way more close to a primate than he would be anything else. Hmm. I believe he definitely squats when he shits. Do you know? I that think that if he was in full run and he had to shit, he, he would. <laughs> right? Because they do do they say that in marathons, right? You're supposed to just go. Yeah. Right? You're supposed to just go. And also they do say that in a flight or fight response, quite often animals do defecate. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, and when Humans they move. Do. And birds do. Birds yeah. shit. That's a part of the reason why birds shit on you. When you when they fly off is that they have engaged the use of their wing muscles. Side store south gmail.com. I'm saying this way too confidently. Yeah. But I'm pretty certain that birds, that's why, is because they start to fly and then the natural use of the top muscles makes them disengage their bowel muscles, which is why they shit. I th- always thought that animals shat in, in a flight response to like distract no, the predator. No, I think it's just natural. I think it's because you're trying to literally lose whatever weight you got and that you're just blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Do birds sometimes intentionally poop on people? Yes, the defense mechanism. This is Quora. <laughs> this is Quora. This ain't real. They can't, no, no, no. We can't because Quora is not real. Some birds also regurgitate semi-digested food, which is pretty nasty. Quora is just full of never listen to Quora. Never listen to Quora. Never do it. It's not real. It's not real. Because then also, so as soon as you look up one, it's it's all the rest of it's being like, how do I tell my son to come back? <laughs> you know, like each story in Quora is worse and worse and worse. Being like, does my dog have AIDS? Can I give my dog AIDS? Very scary. You can because guess what? You can. Uh, intravenous drug use. <laughs> when you are, because you know how many times 
when he really struggles with tying off her little arm when uh, she gets her hit, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. again, she's just you know, she's looking to relax, right? She's just just right. being like, I "Need some motherfucker cut the edge off, man." She's just such a fucking pussy about doing it herself. So yeah, I gotta is. do. I gotta drop. You the gotta liner. drop the lead in, yeah. yeah. But that's after you've already dropped. Do you drop it in first, or do you do the dog? I first? don't get high on my own supply. It's for the dog. It's I'm fucking dog. clean okay. and sober. Good from heroin. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into one more story. Like we got, I mean, we got a lot of stories here, but there's a couple of these here that are pretty fucking good. Oh God, which one do we do? I mean, we've got either the cyclist or the judge. Which one do you want to go for? Let's do with the judge. Take the judge. All right, the judge. So an Oklahoma judge could be booted from the bench. This is from the Daily Beast, by the way. After an investigation found she texted her way through a trial over the beating death of a two-year-old boy with court records revealing she laughed about a prosecutor's baby hands, wondered whether a juror was wearing a wig and drooled over a quote-unquote pretty police officer testifying on the stand, and she was texting with the bailiff. It's very, you know, not to be anything, she's got the face, she's got Facebook face. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, she's got the type of person that's like been an issue, but Mm -hmm. now somehow she became a Lincoln County District Judge. Her name is Tracy Soderstrom. Um, And Lincoln County, by the way, that's Billy the Kid. This is Billy the Kid territory. I mean, you could tell, like, you could see footage. So last month, there was a little bit of controversy because the video of her texting after first telling the entire court that they need to put all of their phones away so they can fully pay attention to the evidence. There is footage of her very not surreptitiously. It reminds me when I thought I was getting away with not working at my office job. Yeah. Where it was like, uh, they know you're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, like, you're going to be clicking over to, no, yeah, I'm looking at the expense report. (laughs) And like, definitely been looking at Reddit all day, right? But, She's got her phone is just like underneath her desk, mm-hmm. right? Which is extremely, extremely fucking uh, sneaky. Uh, and there's an overhead camera that's just showing her do it, where yeah. she's just click, 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 click. She's just typing along to the bailiff who is also answering her back in a mean girl fashion. Yo, very much so. It's, During a very sad trial. Yes, it's about a man who beat a two year old to death. And this woman is texting the bailiff about how, like, Oh, this guy's definitely innocent. On the uh, district attorney, Adam Painter, Soderstrom observed that he was, quote unquote, sweating through his coat and asked, why does he have baby hands? They're so weird looking, (laughs) which is just ridiculous. Um, 500 texts. Oh, yes. These two people. They apparently she then they won't repeat it. The bailiff made a crass and demeaning reference to the genitals of two male prosecutors. Um, And she wrote, ha ha. Um, and then she, oh, this is where it gets really into. And a laughing face emoji. Don't worry. Don't forget about the laughing face uh-huh. emoji. Uh, and also, this is where it really gets into uh, why this is a problem, right? Because then you can ask, so how is this a crime, as we do here on Side Stories? Um, because she gave an emotional, they, uh, Matt Martzell's girlfriend and Braxton's mother, they, that was the victim, Judith Danker, gave emotional testimony about the abuse that Braxton had suffered. Soderstrom then asked in a text, can I please scream liar, liar? Um, which is just, it's just hard because this is, you're not, they're not supposed to make judgments in that way. So obviously. No, they're not. They're supposed to assume that the person is innocent until proven guilty. Or, or be, and I, I, isn't a judge in many ways supposed to be impartial? In many ways, in every way. <laughs> in every way, a judge is supposed to be impartial. Uh, in another message, Soderstrom snarked that prosecutors, quote, just couldn't accept that a mom could kill her kid. So they went 
after the next person available. And obviously we can't really get into, I, I don't really know all of the details of the case that they were talking about. Really, it's just about that idea yeah. of like you have this very, very important person who is just fucking with the process yeah. in a way that seems to be extremely 2023. That it's just this sort of like everybody's playing. Because this was her first murder trial. Yeah. Uh, and it just seems to be this constant playing fast and loose with a bunch of shit that just kind of acting like, you know, which I, I don't know if it's going to send us in a great direction. I mean, that's the thing about judges is that, it, and this always, this always gets me with elections because I vote every election. I do my civic duty. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I, I am forced to as well. Yeah, I like voting. But the thing is about most vote, like when you get to like the votes, when you get to the ballot, there's always the votes for like county judge. Oh yeah, and, and most of the time I just pick by like who's got a cool name. And her name, her last name is Soderstrom. It's a really cool last name. Wow, that's so weird. I wonder if there's an there must be some kind of study somewhere. Yeah, that but, talks about that because I know like so for your pretty face going to hell, David Willis talks about how he just saw my name. Mm -hmm. And he thought it was a stupid name. He said, <laughs> he said, that sounds like a Mad Magazine guy. Yeah. And he picked my tape and it really helped me work. And I wonder if there's a lot of that. I guarantee Across it. the board. Because that's the thing, man, is that I even decided like last election, I was like, you know what, man? Like, because me and Carolina both take it very seriously. We of take course. our civic duty very seriously. And the last LA elections, Ed sent me a bunch of stuff. Like, I yeah. really read it. But sometimes for these judges, it's hard to really find out. It's impossible to find out what these people are all about. Like, it's impossible to find out, like, their histories. Like, there's just not much out there unless you spend all fucking day trying to figure out what one judge is all about. So usually it's just a fucking, it's like a, uh, it's a crapshoot. That's as to good. Who gets, who, as to who gets on the bench. And sometimes it's people like this, people who text to the bailiff, look at that hairline. And about a juror. About a juror. Yeah, and yeah. the bailiff writes back, in all caps, OMG, LOL. Man, and then and maybe... this is just what we have to deal with in this fucking country. Maybe it's just because they're, you know... Do you think they were flirting? Yeah. Do you think it's, like, sexy? I don't know, because they don't ever mention like anything. Like, like, they don't mention any kind... Like, it seems like... I. I think it might have just been like a friendship. Like I think maybe they like had some bad drinks. girls club. They had some drinks after work one day, like after a trial, and they got to, and they found that they really like each other. They're just like it's like you get me, you get me, you get me. Who's Judge Judy's bailiff? Oh yeah, bailiff Bird. Do you think they fucked? <laughs> he's sixty five years old. I guess yeah, he's still around. Yeah. Oh no, he's married. I guess they wouldn't have had sex with each other. He's she seems lovely. His wife seems lovely. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're friends. I think they I think they probably go to each other's Christmas parties. I would like to hope that they're still friends. I'd like to hope they are too. Uh, did, didn't Judge Judy back? Oh yeah, she doesn't. She's never went away. No, I think she took a year break. She took a year break, and then I think she's one of those people that like realized that her health was probably failing. It's like if I stop doing this, I'm gonna die. Some people are just like that. If yeah. they don't continue to yarble into a television camera, they continue. <laughs> Look at fucking. But it kept Diane Feinstein alive for like fucking. Fuck Diane Feinstein. L listen to the fucking Dead Kennedy series on No Dogs in Space. If you want to know how badly Diane Feinstein has been fucking shit up she since the 1970s, how Diane Feinstein. Einstein is almost single-handedly responsible for the state of San Francisco today in a fucking row of dominoes that started way back in like 1979. Go listen to our fucking Dead Kennedy series on No Dogs in Space, which I am particularly proud of. I think I, it's hey, one of our best. One of my favorite attributes of a politician is if they look like a soft pumpkin. 
It is one of my favorites. I want them to look like they're soft to the touch, like they need to wear a helmet because if not, their head will get fucking dented like a baby from laying on their side for too long. You could just yeah. their hand, your hands it's my right favorite. into their fucking face. I love how small Joe Biden's eyes are getting every day. I love how he's looking more and more like a... Nothing comforts me. But, you know... Democracy's a risk. I, it, it really is. Sometimes it really is a roll of the dice. You got to put it all on red. Just let it go. All right, here we go. This is a very side story story. And it's, I don't know why, again, it's not that it's not a crime, but how did we get here? Right. Um, Baxter County, Arkansas. No way. 55-year-old Midway man faces drug and sexual indecency charges after a deputy said he spotted him having sex with a stuffed animal. Uh, in public? Well, you know, he, he was uh, they said that because I heard uh, at least one crime in there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. According to court documents, twelve forty-five a.m. When else are you going to stuff an animal? Right, it's October eighth. It's right around the corner. He observed a vehicle at the Midway Store and Lock, which is a storage unit, um, and he said that he observed that the vehicle was a rockin'. Mm-hmm. But I actually thought that I think actually in many ways he has a lot to t- defend himself legally because I do believe it is law. That if if the uh, car is a rock and you don't come, don't come a knock. I'm yeah, yeah. pretty certain that he can do that with the. I believe it's the Elvis Presley law <laughs> that you can do. They, they, I believe it's more custom than it is law. No. But, but it's the yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah it's rule more, of law. Yeah, more rule of county than anything. <laughs> um, he said that he observed that the vehicle was a rockin', and the deputy looked inside the vehicle. And he observed Morgavin, a man, Theodore T. Morgavin Third. Theodore T. Morgavin Third. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't look like anybody wanted to make a third. Yeah, oh, God, even if you just called him Ted Morgavin. Just- Ted Morgavin. <laughs> yeah, I put it in the little tiger's mouth. I told him, he quit looking at me, quit seducing me, tiger. I'm trying to put all my meth inside my storage unit. Does Ted um, Morgavin and Teddy Morgavin, are those two different guys? Teddy Morgavin South. Like that, it sounds like the thing he was fucking. Um, and said when the deputy looked inside the vehicle, yeah, he was having sex with a stuffed animal. Uh-huh. Now, they said then he had an active search waiver from the Arkansas Department of Community Corrections. Obviously, they searched the vehicle and they found a purse purse containing two marijuana pipes and one syringe. Okay. Uh, and then they found uh, approximately three grams of methamphetamine sure. in the purse. And that is, I feel like, the main crime. That's the big crime. That is how it is a crime. However, is it his purse? I, I don't. I think he probably had a lot of excuses. <laughs> um, this just turned back from a woman. Can you imagine that? You're on methamphetamine. You thought the stuffed animal was a real woman. But yeah. the next thing you know, bubbles popped. Well, I've been fucking a fucking giraffe this whole time. You know what I imagine? Purple hippo. Why? <laughs> why? Why? I, I don't know. That was I guess the- guy more pushing for the cushion. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just because it gives you a lot to hold on to. Because yeah, it, but yeah, that's because a hippo doesn't mean it's got a big ass on it. Yeah, but it's big, you know, and that's the thing. If but you're depends gonna have on the size sex, of the it, animal versus this. Not all stuffed animals are uh, in what how you put it. It's in uh, uh, in proportion in proportion to the yeah, animal they can, represent. I, I know you can have a tiny stuffed hippo, but I just imagine a medium sized purple stuffed hippo. We'll find out what it is. I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to know. But this is many, we've covered so many of these stories, outside stories, and I don't really understand the concept of fucking a stuffed animal. In and public. I, 
in anything. It was like a story of a guy that was uh, with his real estate agent that he was looking at a house to purchase and just on a whim started fucking a stuffed animal he found in a room. He started rubbing his dick and balls all over a stuffed animal and coming on the outside of it. And it's just like... What else has gone on today? Is it is it they spell your name wrong on your Starbucks order? Like, why did you? Why are you? Why is today the? Well, that's the that's the always the question. It's always the question of why is today the day? Yes. Or why is today the day you got caught? Got slappy. <laughs> you thought you got so confident. Yeah. yeah berserker mode and jerking off. I just don't know what is good about like. I mean, you never, you never had relations with a pillow when you were younger. No, you didn't really. No, no I was never into it. my hands. The, were I enough. think you're in the minority. You know, because I, I loved, I loved it. Side stories, lpotl at gmail.com. What animals, <laughs> what stuffed animals have you fucking had? I mean, I didn't with? fuck I a stuffed animal. It was just a, a large, like a couch cushion. Was it, didn't Holden used to stick his dick between two mattresses? Yeah, that was him. That's fucking also horrible. Yeah. I, no, uh, mine was regular, dog. Yeah, I mean, mine was also regular, but yeah, there was I many was, other objects and many other things, no, and many other my, mine was experimentations. Just, no, mine was straight ass regular. And then, you know. But you're pretty, but you're. You're just a, you're pretty vanilla when it comes to sex. I just like. I'm much more adventurous. I just like it to be there. Yeah, you like. I like yeah. it to be an option. You're a simple that man. I, that's it. That an option that is available to me in a fun, nice, wholesome, romantic way. Yeah, I'm more of a. I'm more of a mad scientist. You know, I. I guess as I get older, I. I don't play with my. You know. You I don't, don't do anything. But you never did it. Nah. No, see, yeah, yeah. I'm always it's all, very Polish. It's utilitarian. <laughs> it's very much being like, what are we doing here? Do we have an exit plan? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. But my tastes are definitely decidedly not British, as you know, per my ancestry. You'd be surprised, though. Some of these British get into some freaky ass stuff. I, Fred and Ma Rose West. That is true. There, is, there is definitely an undercurrent, and and I've seen some documentaries involving the British in which things get quite strange. You, they had that taxi cab one. Yeah, they're big on the taxi because the taxis are so big there. But the thing is, they are very big. But also, like, I feel like the men in the videos are so much more like <laughs> they'll just look like. Like chimney sweeps. They're like big weird being like, I'll fix you gape. I'll fix you fucking gape. You know what I mean? Like that style. And I'm like, ugh. I, I also happen to know that it is a custom, again, custom. Uh, while not a in, law? Not a law. In a British boys boarding school for them to experiment with each other sexually. Side stories, LPOTL. No, at please don't. Com. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to hear about the boys everyone experimented with when they were in grade school. Well, I think it was more like an old school thing. I think it was something they did more like in the 50s <laughs> and just, the 60s. I don't know if that, I feel like that's a broad, that's a broad brush to fucking paint with, friend. I heard tell. I From heard, who? I, I don't remember. From an old weird man? <laughs> you got to be careful where your sources are. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to England to visit family uh, over Christmas, so you know maybe maybe I'll ask hold, them. I'll ask, ask the family. I won't ask the family; they just live there. But I will perhaps one day in a pub when I'm enjoying my steak and ale pie. Let me show you, ask you something here, son. And let me ask you. Listen, I'm from America, so when you were a boy, did you and the other boys suck each other off? They're gonna love it. Marcus. I might I might have to go to the more posh. I'm sections. from Los Angeles. <laughs> Um, first of all, I just want to ask for not, and it's definitely not for a movie, for a documentary. So no. but when you guys were all little boys, you guys all fucked and sucked each other, right? No, I'd have to ask the posh boys who went to the boarding schools because it's not, a, I mean, I don't God, know about just, the, you know, the, the more working class fellas, 
uh, because I don't, I'm not really sure. I know from studying Joy Division on No Dogs in Space, the more working class fellows, I know that they're really, I know that they're a little bit more open with like, but well, humor. You know what it is, is that I actually recently watched a video of someone, I was like something it was on, and it was about the New Zealand like football team. There was something they were doing and it was like them all like, chugging on each other's dicks and then mm. one guy shitting on another guy's head chugging and stuff. on their dicks yeah like they were like pulling on each other's dicks oh, and like pissing tugging, on each tugging, other yeah because yeah. chugging on dicks is far <laughs> different else. than tugging on that's something else yeah that's um, something else and that sounds like a rugby thing it was yeah it was a footy thing and then they were all like i hate boys <laughs> i still i still to this day i like girls i like hanging yeah. out with girls i don't you know i far i also far prefer the company of women yeah i don't um, want it i don't need to i've never seen a bunch of women i guess some women slap clits yeah <laughs> i've seen it right they gotta, you gotta get a little uh, clit chuck yeah clit tap yeah i don't know if, i don't know if, do they do clit check Tide stories lp gmail.com we're asking a lot of questions here i know but, i guess know. it's good to kick uh, but it I'm, to the audience but I, I like being on side stories now because all of my curious queries can be answered i don't ever have to look anything up <laughs> and then i just believe whatever you guys say it's yeah. kind of nice yeah yeah I, I mean i would say that our poll samples are skewed um but yeah it, towards still, our favor yeah towards our favor and towards our favorites you mm, our favorites live from your grave Oh, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha, and it started off my day. Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do of another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously, I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. 
And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Do we got time for another story? All right, this is a great story. Now, this story here is, we'll cover this. This is, fuck, you got to be careful, man. You really do. You got to keep your head in that goddamn swivel when you're out there dating, okay? Because you never really know anybody. Accused cyclist, killer, had escaped plans for months. Now, this was a person, this is, uh, this. you could just see, you could see it's how her eyes are shaped. Like mm -hmm. one slightly above the other. She's got Ted Bundy eyes. Shannon Doherty eyes. Yes. Um, now, this was Caitlin Marie Armstrong, as allegedly, been concocting a scheme about trying to figure out how to train to escape police custody because they are uh, accused of the murder of a pro cyclist. You know what look she has? Manson girl. Oh, very like, close. She, she gives real heavy Manson girl Just vibes. Like, -do 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 -do. Always and always forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're always like, for all is one. Ma'am, please. Um, so Armstrong, 35, she is charged with first degree murder and the killing of competitive cyclist Anna Mariah Wilson, who's 25 years old. Now, apparently, um, Anna Mariah Wilson, the victim, went on a date with Caitlin Marie Armstrong, the killer's boyfriend, quote unquote, a date. It right. sounds like, and the boyfriend was in, by the name of Colin Strickland, who was also a professional cyclist. And it sounds like we don't know that it was either something friendly that misconstrued, or maybe he was caught on the beginning of cheating. Maybe. But who fucking knows? No one deserves to die for it. Nope. Um, because it just shows you, yeah, yeah you can throw that man in the curb. You keep that man in the curb, girl. You keep that man in the curb. All right, so you just move on. You move on. Um, so you pray love. 
they went, apparently the, this, this uh, Wilson and Strickland had went on a swimming, they went swimming together and they got, again, until maybe seeing each other in a bathing suits, not super friendly, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then they had dinner together. And then that night, uh, I guess somehow she found out, uh, the, the poor lady, Anna Mariah Wilson was shot dead later that night presumably, allegedly, by Caitlin Marie Armstrong. Now, the thing is, of course, allegedly, but the next day, she used a bogus passport to fly to Costa Rica. Mm. Not super innocent sounding, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then she spent 43 days on the lam before being captured at a backpacker's lodge in the popular beach town of St. Teresa. It sounds lovely. They said they actually had found she had just purchased about $6,350 worth of cosmetic surgery that she was just about to go get. Yeah. Um, but the, the next part is where it gets interesting, is that, so they pick her up, right? And so they go to transport her to, I guess she had a medical to visit they wanted to do. Well, first they brought her from uh, Costa Rica. They brought her back to Austin. And apparently, up to this point, what the police officers did not know was that she was actively training on how to get away from police officers. Yeah. So she's running sprints, doing yoga, lifting weights, doing squats with weights, doing all that, practicing jumping. She then went and staged what looked like a leg injury to, so that she can then have medical reason to not have leg restraints put on her, right? So she did that. She set this all up. They said now that there was no history of the injury, that we had no idea if you even had an injury, but she set it up. And then they also found within her cell phone case a handcuff picking, like, little piece of material, Incredible. like a tool. Like, and this lady almost, I guess, almost did it. Well, I mean, the, the attempted escape, she got away for 10 minutes. Like a 10 minute run is like, that's a lot because most escape attempts from jail, like it, they get about six feet before some, they just get taken down. Training. Yeah. I you mean, just dig in. It's all about, he see that, hear that pistol go off. You gotta be able to, it's, you know, I can't, was it spring motion? Yeah. Being and able to just put. Yeah. And I'm watching the footage. There's a little bit of, there's about 10 seconds of footage of her running. And I got to oh, see this, flip and, this to me. And I got to say, Good form. Let me see this. I'm going to see this footage right here because I actually, I haven't seen this because I don't know if she can beat me. You think she's fast as me? She's not faster than me. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm the fastest man within 10 feet. Within 10 feet. Yeah. If you can get, for, if if you're trying to escape from prison and you're like 10 feet from an airplane like door that's about to like close. Yeah. Like this is the expendables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Yeah. But, Whoa, yeah, she's, oh, yeah, she's digging. Yeah. Whoa, those are long strides. Yeah, that's what I say, like, good form. Like, this woman is getting away. And what she did was that she had set herself up. She had, she complained of being cold. She, she wore a set of thermals underneath her, her uniform. They had put her in a prison uniform, and she somehow got out took off the fucking prison uniform so she looked like she was just dressed in normal-ass clothes, and then just... Boom! And you can see, like, she tries well, to jump the fence. That's the issue here. She tries to jump the fence. She well, get caught. Dressed in normal clothes, except for her bottoms, which are like, I didn't know Texas was still doing, like, Beagle Boys, like, yeah. fucking black and white stripes. Old school, like, old school, like, silent film. Yeah. Style. I think it's, it's their thing there is to embarrass you. 
Oh yeah, Texas really loves to embarrass you for committing a crime. They well, really like to humiliate you. It's uh yeah, Texas is really big. Like you know how some places like kind of give you shit and humiliate you, and it's kind of like in the spirit of fun. You're from Queens. You yeah. know how that goes. Well, New York is very you know obviously we're very candid yeah. with our opinions of you, but largely extremely. If you spend any time in New York City, New York natives are very friendly, actually very nice and very mm-hmm. helpful. Yeah, if there was one word that I would use to describe Texas, it's cruel. It can be. Yeah, it can be very cruel. Yeah. And uh, cruel and like and the humiliation uh, is very cruel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, yeah, they definitely want to they want to beat you down and uh, they, uh, laugh at you uh, as much as they possibly can. Good, I just don't really understand because can't we all just get along? Is that what you're at, at this point? That's, you're asking if Texans can just get along All with I other ask, Texans? I no, want this whole it's an world. entire state built upon conflict. I just wish I could go out there and ride a rainbow-shaped horse. <laughs> I want the horse to be shaped like a rainbow. And I want to go out there and I want to bring peace to every child Every man, every woman in this great world of ours. Mm-hmm. And that's all I try to do here. I'm going to send you to a town called Throckmorton, Texas. And I want you to try to bring peace to Throckmorton. Guys, I think it's time for the first ever summer edition of Midsummer's Nice Dream. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. And I mean, like, ah, yes, Sheriff, you, uh, yes, you spend all your day on the public stage, don't you? But now it's time to do it in the service of the great bard himself. Come on, from Woodson, from Guthrie, <laughs> from Knox City, from Rochester, oh. all come to see the bard's most curious and whimsical tale. <laughs> you're the local accused murderer, but now you're Puck. <laughs> oh, you're the man who runs the poison well, now you're you're the famed Tiberius. Oh, and who shall be wearing the donkey head tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can help with the power of theater. I think you can. So we'll set this up. We'll set this up, and you'll you'll go to the home of Bob Lilly, but a fucking Dallas Cowboys player who was a lineman in the seventies, uh, and you'll go there and you'll show them culture, ah, and, the, yes. and, and all of their ways will be turned around. And but one night. Of the theater. Ah, I see that you're used to the war upon the gridiron. But have you ever dealt with the true drama of pathos upon the stage? <gasps> so you're raping me. <laughs> Sir, please leave me alone. And so now we don't know what the hell is going to happen with this lady. Yeah. Uh, I think she's going to probably go to fucking prison for five seven. But her trial is scheduled for, uh, I guess it's like not too far from now. So uh, October 30th. Yep, so she'll get hers. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Ginny died on a Tuesday. <laughs> That's all you guys, Ginny died on a Tuesday from AIDS. <laughs> Why didn't Forrest, okay, I know. We've, uh, we've gone through this again and again <laughs> and again. <laughs> it was the shrimp. <laughs> I don't know what's in shrimp. <laughs> That's what saves me. <laughs> Now it's time for some Hero of the Week. Here we go. All right, we got two of these. One is traditional in terms of Hero of the Week. Uh, Bear breaks into Connecticut home, heads straight for the refrigerator, steals frozen lasagna. That's great. You know, it's just that simple. That's one. I just want to say this one because that's easy. Um, Bear went in there. It somehow, like, you know, like what we did with Andrew Cunanan, must have been familiar with the home. (laughs) Figured out where. It is hilarious because... It's very cute. He went straight to the freezer drawer. I really don't know how he did figure that out. He opened up the freezer drawer. They said they walked, and he just, I guess he smelled something, he smelled and he just it. ate a bunch of frozen lasagnas that were in there. And, you know, God bless him, because what else are you going to do? Yeah. How did he get into the house? Uh, I think that he was allowed in. 
You I think, think he, they was, he, he talked he was, his way? He in. talked. <laughs> Honey, do we have an Orkin appointment tonight? This Just, bear here says he works for Orkin. <laughs> yeah, he says he broke into the house. He broke in. Yeah. Oh, he, he yeah, broke yeah, in yeah, through yeah. a screen door. Yeah, and then yeah, he, yeah. Oh, and then he crawls out the window. It's very, very cute. Yeah. Because that's where bears are more like dogs. Yeah. A big bear, a black bear, is more like a dog than anything else. Yeah. Like you can yell at it. And it'll walk away. Yeah, it's not like a grizzly bear or a polar oh, yeah, bear. Yeah, rip yeah. open your fucking guts. So. Yeah, 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 no. But yeah, look at this here. Use the actual footage of it. Yeah, he just went right in. That is just, I, you know, I don't mind it. Oh, he's got a big bear butt. That's cute as hell. You oh. know, and then he barely did any damage. He really actually just wandered around the house. But then you got that bear smell. Yeah, he probably pissed and shit over a bunch of things. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you can see, I knew, like, it's, I don't know. God, what, I don't know how they knew. But you know, God, it, it's it's how it works. It's the mysteries of life. It is. Um, and here's the other real hero of the week, because I think it's fun. But again, you know, it is it's traditional of a celebrating of a fun criminal. Muncie woman steals car from dealership to drive to exotic dancer interview in Indianapolis. <laughs> Police came a Muncie woman. Didn't know what the big deal was. She was stealing a Kia from a car dealership in order to allow her to drive to Indianapolis for a job interview to be an exotic dancer. 20 years old. To be young again. Casia Shelton acted like this whole thing was a joke and did not understand what she was going to be arrested for. You could definitely tell the people who like are planning on cruising on their good looks for like the rest of their life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, again, and a lot of times it works and you just got to find the right town. Yeah. And guess what? It's not Muncie. <laughs> you ever been to Muncie? I don't want to go to Muncie. I've been to Muncie. Have you? Yeah. It, it what was is it? The infamous road trip that me and Carolina took. Oh yeah, took. you're fucking when you did jo your Jonestown. Yeah, so, yeah. We yeah we eventually we started by going to pot. We are she's cute. Our original plan was to go to Muncie, Indiana, to visit the home of Garfield, Paws Inc., and then it turned into a Jonestown road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Muncie's. Uh, it's a town. Yeah, that it's has, a town. It's a town that has. Uh, and, well. Oh, I would say a lot of Illinois has an aura of. Um, it all feels like the background of the uh, the video to Fast Car by Tracy <laughs> Chapman. <laughs> well, I don't. I feel like it's a place that you gotta grow up in, and if you don't grow up there, it's very uncomfortable and strange. It's got a strange feeling to it because that was also the place where we went. Like we were driving around, we went to James Dean's uh, hometown, uh, his hometown. Well, this is Muncie, Indiana. Yeah, but it's very close to James Dean's hometown. It's very, very close. Well, I'm heading here. What's special about Muncie? Yeah, I said Illinois. I meant Indiana. Yeah, now it's here. The it says here are the Middleton studies. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but we went to the, uh, we're supposed to go to the James Dean Museum. And apparently this town has two James Dean Museums. Uh, and one of the, there's the official James Dean Museum and then there's the unofficial one. And we found out later after going to the unofficial one that the unofficial one is uh, run by a convicted pedophile. And uh, you just mm -hmm. don't go there. You're, you're not supposed <laughs> to go to that one. Mm, yeah. Now, Bob Ross apparently filmed, <laughs> he filmed his Joy of Painting show, the TV station uh, WIPB in Muncie. Yeah, from 84 to 94. Mm -hmm. um, and then apparently Garfield, mm -hmm. uh, because Jim Davis graduated from Ball State University. Yeah. And, you know, Jim Davis, uh, James Dean and Jim Jones are all from the same. Like, it's, they're all born and raised in like a 50 mile radius of each other. It makes sense. It's known for ball canning jars. <laughs> Well-known ball corporation that produces glass jars and lids for home canning mm -hmm. began in Muncie. And apparently uh, the guy, the uh, convicted pedophile that runs the James Dean Museum, 
children are told to stay away from him because he still uh, has that leering look. <laughs> that just shows. I mean, it's still crazy after all these years. <laughs> he still got it. That's what they're like. He still don't go anywhere near him. He still got it. <laughs> Fucking frightening. Also, I guess Close Encounters the Third Kind was supposed to take place in Muncie, but obviously you never filmed there. They filmed in Mobile, Alabama, and Wyoming. Yeah. So don't don't bring any money there. Nope. Not to Muncie. And also, but there's a bunch of Garfield statues all around. They're very large. Yeah, they, Jim Davis has got he's got a hold on Indiana that we'll never understand. He really does. There's eight Garfield statues that you're that are in different towns uh, in Indiana that you're supposed to go and see. Oh, we only found the fisherman Garfield. Uh, because at the other small towns, they were making Carolina and I very uncomfortable for existing and, and being there in their town. You here for Garfield? Are <laughs> <laughs> you here for the dick sucking competition? <laughs> and which one are you the judge? All right, here we go. Let's look, get some listener emails. This is kind of a long one, but it's good. It's, it's, it's spooky. My partner bought her house in 2014 after the previous owners died. It was owned by a decorated war veteran named Paul and his wife, Nancy. Ooh, like Newman. He Paul served, Newman has a wife named Nancy? I forgot her name. No, she was a famous actress. For um, he served over 20 years of active duty, including two tours in Japan and Germany. According to his obituary, he's a 50-year-old member of the American Legion, Masonic Lodge, as well as a bunch of other veteran groups. Sure. Paul and Nancy settled down in this house when he retired from the military. While they lived in Germany, they had had two babies that died in infancy. Joanne Woodward. That's who it was. Yep. Not Paul Newman. <laughs> Um, at least one of whom Nancy allegedly killed. My partner's parents lived next door and did a lot, to quite, quite a lot to help them in their old age. And they say Nancy notoriously hated children. And when they passed, my partner bought the house and all its contents. It was literally like one of those houses you'd see in the show Hoarders. Each room was overflowing with different things that Nancy collected over the years, with a narrow pathway going from room to room. My partner removed or sold most of the contents, but several pieces of beautiful imported German furniture and other things were kept. And when I moved in two years ago, Nancy's dishes were still in the kitchen cabinets. Now for the spooky shit. Number one, Paul and Nancy's story hooked me. In the first couple of months living there, I would go to the basement and poke around to see if I could find anything interesting. One day, I found what looked to be an old mud-spattered leather camera case. When I opened it up, I realized I was holding Paul's military-issued binoculars. And what I at first thought was mud was actually blood. Cool. And my first instinct was to immediately salt and burn the fucking thing, but it's such an interesting piece of history that we just stored it. Never do that. That's awesome. <laughs> don't burn it. No, don't burn it. Of course not. Like now. Yeah. Just clean it. Yeah. That's either, yeah, that's that's World War II blood. Oh, yeah. My partner's six-year-old is terrified of our house and will consistently and randomly insist that the house is haunted and asks us to sell the house and move. She's been doing this this whole time that I've lived there. She complains that she hates her room because it's so scary. Despite us putting in a ton of effort to make it a fun, bright, colorful place. She's plagued with nightmares and is terrified of bedtime. She once told me that when she closes her eyes to sleep, she sees flashes of an arm holding a knife with blood dripping off of it. And she can't sleep without a light on. She also insists that she sees and hears people in the house at night. She pointed to her closet curtains and told me that sometimes there was a man that stands between them staring at her. Her closet is brightly lit with string lights, so it's hard to chalk it up to a shadow. Our dogs will be chilling is number three, and then suddenly both jump up, run to the other room, stare, bark, growl at the empty staircase leading to a second floor as if they can see an intruder. And four, one day I just left the house and moments later my partner called to ask me if I had said anything to her on the way out the door. And I said, no. She got freaked out and said that she heard a clear 
feminine voice call out from the same staircase saying, see you later. She was alone in the house. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Tiptoe through the window. <laughs> I was watching Insidious the other night. Technically, it's just a novelty song. Why is it an evil song? I don't know why it's an evil song either. I love Tiny, Tiny Tim. People, too. I think Tiny Tim could be, obviously gives people a weird vibe. I guess so. And I don't know. I don't know if he ever shaked out to be anything bad, but who knows? No, not at all. I loved um, him. He died on stage. And it's a fucking dream. Tip five. <laughs> number five. The only thing that all three of us have witnessed happened in the room in which Nancy was bedridden in the years leading to her death. This room was the quote-unquote wind chime room, and she had hung wind chimes from every inch of the ceiling and the ceiling fan. On two separate occasions, we were there with the kiddo and saw the ceiling fan start spinning at a slow but consistent speed. I flipped the switch to see if it was a weird electrical glitch. To our shock, the fan stopped and started spinning much faster the other way. This has only happened when our kid was in the room with us. Are we being haunted by Paul and Nancy? We may never know. You're definitely being haunted by Paul and Nancy. Unless it's their choice to not get the wiring fixed <laughs> in their home. And then you're just haunted by their homeowners. Oh, the wind chime room. That's such a cool, because what I imagine with that is that she was so haunted by the murder of her own child, so haunted by the memory that she had to get hundreds upon hundreds of wind chimes. Everywhere. To make the memory go away. I just have to know if the baby's coming to abort me. <laughs> it's the baby coming to abort me. Um, wow, what a fucking, we're getting here. We're getting here, we're there, man. We're getting we're, close to spooky. It's the middle of the month. It's the middle, man. Have you been uh, up on your horror movies? What have you been watching? Well, I just got, I got those two. I've been kind of getting more and more back into watching horror movies. Last night I watched Trick or Treat. The other day, I mean, that Talk to Me movie's fucking awesome. Love Talk to Me. That watched was it, watched great. it last week. The first real, you know, obviously judgy. But this is the first real like Zoomer movie I've enjoyed. Well, because the the way I looked at it is that it's they it's just kids being kids, you know, yes. just like you know with seventies movies and eighties movies and ninety like anytime you get just kids being kids, like just like Scream is a great example. Great of that. example. Nineties kids being nineties kids, or yes. like the Friday the Thirteenth movies, seventies kids being seventies kids. Yes. And this felt like the very first one of those of just like Zoom or like a uh, It Follows with millennial kids, which is great. And then yeah. I, I do think that it's there. There, I love the concept of using possession to get like high. It's such a funny, not Super. funny, but it's a great, I was like, that's an original idea. It's You know like, what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like Smoke and Salvia. Yeah, it, it does. it's very similar, which is now I'm just reminds me to never do that again. Never do it again. Uh, and before we do a little runoff here, just join us this Friday. We're going to be in San Diego. Uh, come now to the Balboa Theater, October 20th. All the shows are going to be there. We're going to have a lot of fucking fun. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm really excited uh, to see you guys in person. Uh, again, to dress spooky. I know we did. The reason why it's summer theme is because we came up, we booked a show in the summertime and didn't even think about when it was. No. So now it's like we're going to spook it up. So make sure you like, you know, Halloween costumes are encouraged. Um, and go to veeps.com, V-E-E-P-S.com slash L-P-O-T-L to buy a live stream ticket. You can watch it live from the comfort of your own home. And I think it's going to be a nice. It's going to be a nice. That's it's going right. to be real great. Yeah, we just got our no dugs in space bit all worked out. It's going to be fucking awesome. We're going to be talking about one of the greatest feuds in the history of rock and roll. I can't wait. And you guys check it out. Live every day. Walking towards that spooky, spooky, spooky life, man. Live a, sp live a spooky life. Because, again, it's next to sexy. Yeah. You know? Because then you can love feeling like, you know, dressing in black. It's thinning. 
You know, like go in there, like show people, be like, oh, look, I'm cool. I'm mysterious. Don't you want to get to know me? Did you want to ask me questions? And they don't need to know that you're fucking interminably boring. Right. You're like, they don't have to know until it's too late. Mm -hmm. right? Or fill a whole room with wind chimes. Dude, that's the way to do it. Because then you become spooky just that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you're just a spooky, almost unapproachable person. What do you think is really, really important? And then you can laugh your way all the way to being dead in a chair and no one finding you for a couple of weeks. It's your choice. It's your choice. And that's the only way to live by your own goddamn hands. Goodbye. Hail, sweet Satan. Oh, now again. Thank you for your gifts, sweet Satan. Happy Halloween. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.